0: What does it mean to live with less stuff and more compassion? That's the question we aim to answer every week on the Minimalist Vegan podcast. Hello, we're Michael and Marsha O'Fay, founders of the MinimalistVegan.com. And this week we want to discuss why we started a podcast. We've been blogging for years now and we've always wanted to get into audio. We love the, the platform of podcasting and the experience that it creates for listeners. So in this episode, Marshall and I discuss how podcasting has helped us live in line with our values, where we typically listen to podcasts, we even have a bit of a disagreement on consuming audio in nature, and we even share some of our favorite shows and episodes that have inspired us to live the way we do today. Guys, I am pumped. This is episode one. Let's get into it. Marsha. Hey. How are you going?
1: <laughs> Good. I'm a bit nervous. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you never know what's going to come out and <laughs> we're not trained in this sort of stuff, so. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, right. Well, I think the main thing is that we have conversations all the time. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just uh, now everybody else can listen to us talk. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think well, that was probably one of the main reasons that inspired us to start one, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, you know when when I think about podcasting and even blogging, like we've almost been writing articles and recipes for how long now?
1: It'll be, it was 2000, so four years, 2000, yeah, when, when, yeah, when this goes live, it'll be four years exactly.
0: Four years. Yeah. In the written form, right? Yeah. So, I think when I look at that journey and now, like, how much podcasting has influenced me. Yeah. You're um, a
1: big podcast consumer. Uh,
0: like, ridiculous. <laughs> and I think, like,
1: uh,
0: I'm just trying to remember, like, when, like, we even got into listening to podcasts. Because I think we've been part of the internet for a long time in terms of YouTube and reading blog posts and RSS feeds, but um, actually consuming podcast content. Do you remember the first podcast you listened to or how you even heard about this thing?
1: Well, obviously through you. All right. (laughs) (laughs) As most things technology-wise. Yep. um, But... Actually, one of the first podcasts I remember listening to, one of the first memories of a podcast was when we were sitting on the bus in the middle of nowhere in Italy, and you asked me to listen to Food for Thought by Uh, um, Colleen Patrick-Goudreau. Yep. And I don't know if that was the first time I'd listened to a podcast, probably not, but that was the first memory of a podcast that I have, and that was three and a half years ago. Just... Her actual content was so engaging that I was like, oh my God, people consume useful information this way, not just about learning business or technology or just talking to, listening, sorry, to stories or anything like that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I remember like when we were on like a random bus in the middle of nowhere in Italy and we were just going back and forth and listening to the Foodful Thought podcast and you're right, it was absolutely educational and I think it was, um, even though we had already started our journey towards minimalism and veganism, it was sort of reaffirming and educating us further on our values yeah. uh, in a really engaging way, like it wasn't boring and dry.
1: Yeah, and um, the types of questions that vegans get all the time that they, you know, if they don't actually dig around and do the research themselves, they know for themselves why they don't yep. go near certain things or certain products or whatever. But she breaks it down in such a good way. Like, yep. I think we were listening to one about wool. That's yeah. the wool industry. So, that was really interesting to hear. You know, a lot of people go, well, it doesn't actually harm harm them. They need to be sh- um, shorn and all of that sort of stuff. But yeah. we won't go into. Yeah, yeah. That's probably a future that, episode about yeah.
0: um, and fashion and the impact of that as well. Yeah. But I think I do remember an episode we we'll listened to because we recently got engaged in 2015. Um, what was it, September 2015, and I think we were listening to an episode on Food for Thought about uh, having a vegan wedding. wedding? Yeah, yes. and I remember That was
1: after we got engaged, yeah, after we like got a, engaged, a week after, yeah, we got a week, after, yeah, we got a week after. And
0: yeah. then we, you know, it was like uh, it was really exciting to actually listen to some content mm. that was so relevant to our situation as yeah. we we're planning for our wedding the yeah. next year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think. Uh, it goes a long way, but I'm sure you started listening to podcasts before that. Probably. You yeah. know my
1: memory's terrible. So <laughs> I, but that's the, like, that's the first yeah. kind of maybe like something that obviously caught my attention on a deeper level and something that sparked my interest further um, to dig deeper and find new podcasts because pretty much most of the time what I listen to now is just retroll. So yeah, and, and I'm the guys. Marsha is the so. Marsha
0: <laughs> is the biggest fangirl of the Rich Roll podcast, aren't you?
1: Well, I wouldn't say biggest because I don't consume that much yep. altogether. So, but when I do listen to podcasts, I listen ninety percent of the time. It'll be his, so because he has the most interesting people, and then they have the most interesting conversations and they go up to 3 hours long. Yeah. Mind you I don't always listen to it in one hit, but um I find there's a lot of them that have sat with me quite a bit and it's um yeah, and they're all different. That's yep. the beauty of it. It's not like, you know, and he's a really good interviewer. Yeah. So no wonder he's got such a big yeah. following now. But yeah, he um he's definitely and the people that have been on his podcast have definitely made a big impact on my life.
0: It's, um yeah, you, it, it's one of the few pieces of content that you would consistently like share with me, yeah. like specific episodes, um, and they are quite memorable as well. Um, but look, I, I think, you know, in terms of all the podcasts that have influenced us, we will definitely link to some of these episodes in the show notes and yeah. in these podcasts as well. Um, but I do think... You know we are what we consume, and we 're mm. writing another book at the moment and in In one of the chapters we we talk about how you stay connected to your values yeah and and I think that you know if you look at our journey uh, towards uh, living a very intentional lifestyle, uh, I can look back at whether it 's written content online, uh, whether it 's films or documentaries, YouTube channels, and podcasts that have helped us to Uh, reaffirm the way that we're living and to take it further and further and further. Um, So I think, you know, as we build on these layers of media onto our platform, uh, growing from blogs uh, and adding podcasts, um, you know, I think it's really important for us to, you know, let the the audience know in terms of what they can expect from our show, um, but also uh, continue to talk about, like, you know, why it's important to surround yourselves with the right kind of content. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, with that, um, I'd love to know uh, a little bit more about, uh, you know, your thoughts on just the medium of podcasting, right? And what's been attractive to you about uh, podcasting that you can't get from, let's say, reading an article? Mm.
1: Well, I mean, there's the obvious. It's a like you can multitask. So, you can... Drive. You can run. You can walk. You can fall asleep. Sometimes Michael does when he's listening to something in bed. Um, cook. Like I mainly listen to podcasts when I'm cooking. Yeah. Or driving, but mainly cooking because I like to have it um, in the kitchen, and it just keeps me interested. And you know, it the time I don't then rush the process of cooking because I yeah. know that I'm. Uh, engaged in something as well so yeah if i'm doing something in there for an hour and a half that time doesn't feel wasted as much as it would otherwise does that make sense oh
0: i mean Marsha, you're talking to me like so i don't um i can't i can't even i don't know if you can think of any times where you've listened to a podcast without doing something else
1: um there has uh yeah. Oh no. Maybe not.
0: <laughs> I mean, technically we're breathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of actively doing something else when you're listening to a podcast, I, re- I really can't think of a situation like you know I don't like doing errands, mm. and but but you're right. It's like I, I literally look forward to whether it's like vacuuming the house or doing the dishes, knowing that I'm going to be able to learn something. Um, by mm-hmm. consuming content at the same time as well. Mm. Um, so I think that's really exciting. You're always, yeah, whenever you listen to Ridge Roll, you've got like the external speaker out on the kitchen table yeah. uh, as you're cooking and, um, you know, and you take your time, yeah, uh, which is really, really great. Um, but I think, yeah, that multitasking is, is, is something that, you know, years ago when I started listening to podcasts, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. But I think now it's become... Really, really important because I think we're all a little bit more time poor, and I think that we, you know, to sit down and read an article or to spend ten minutes watching a video is a huge time commitment. Yeah. Um, so and that's it's like
1: I'll I'll do that later when I have the time, but that yeah. time actually doesn't appear out of thin air. Like, Absolutely. You have to create the time. Mind you, on the point of multitasking. I don't want to say, like, that we should always be multitasking. I think it's important for us to also um, be intentional with what we're doing. Yep. So, and in saying that, I don't always listen to a podcast when I'm cooking. Actually, most of the time I don't. Sometimes I do if I feel inspired or if I want something else. Yes. But, you know, I'd say it would be only about 30% of the time I'm actually listening to something else while I'm cooking. Yep. Um, So, I think... I just want to drill the point of also being intentional with what you're doing, yeah, and yep. not trying to um, take on too many things at the same time, and not enjoy the process. Well, this and I is I think yeah. that this is where some people might struggle.
0: Yeah,
1: um, you know, like going out for walks and being plugged in rather than enjoying the nature around you and listening to the birds and being present with, you know, if you're walking the dog, being present with the dog and saying hi to the neighbors and whatever. And I and for me personally, I don't listen to podcasts when I walk because I like to be aware of my surroundings. So if there's something coming up behind me, yeah. Not because I'm a woman, yeah. but I just like to be aware of, you know, if there's a car or if there's something happening or if there's children or another dog that I wouldn't hear if I was plugged in. Yeah. Then that's where, you know, sometimes it's really important to all also be um be in that moment. Yeah, be
0: present. You bring up a really interesting point because you know that we um, we both go out for walks uh, with our dog Chewy, and uh, I am as guilty as anyone of consuming content when I walk, whether it's music or podcasts. Uh, so, so, but I do.
1: What what sort of what motivates you to listen to stuff while you're walking? and not being in that moment?
0: Well, it's really interesting because I think um, what motivates me is that I just, I, I love fueling myself and fueling my mind mm. um, and inspiring myself to, uh, to live my best life. And I think it, it just, uh, the type of content that I consume sort of reaffirms who I want to be. So, yeah. um, you know, I prioritize uh, consuming that type of content. So I look for every opportunity to do so. Uh, I think that absolutely, though, when I do go out in nature, uh, it can discon- it does disconnect me from my surroundings. Mm. Um, I found that though, um, I do uh, alternate. So even though I am plugged in, I will constantly pause uh, for particular moments on a walk where I want to take in the surroundings, whether it's by a pond or where there's all these birds around, or when I take Chewie off the lead. Um, there are moments in the walk where I want to be connected with nature, but for the, the whole time, I will still opt to consume a little bit of content at the same time. Now, I actually really enjoy it. Uh, this is the other thing. I actually really enjoy... Being out in nature whilst being able to be inspired by content. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's, and and again, I think when we look at intentionality, you've got to look at what the things that add value to your life as well. And this is one of those things that I really enjoy. But I do understand that it it does disconnect me a little bit from those moments. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, I think yeah, absolutely multitasking is, is, is absolutely massive for podcasting. Um what's what what's do you think it's like a time saver. Well it's a time saver for sure. Comparing
1: to reading a, a blog post, it's a time saver because you and sometimes like for instance, I mean I guess a lot of people also read in commuting to work. So if they're on a train or a bus or a, however they get to work, yeah. Um it's easy just to plug themselves in. Um, most of the time you can't read or you feel car sick if you're reading or most of the time you're the person that's actually behind the wheel. So, yes. like, even for me, I can't read on a bus. So, like, if I catch the bus, I will pinch your headphones yeah, and l- try and listen to a podcast because that's pretty much all I can do on a bus. So yeah,
0: right. Um. Well, I'm quite comfortable reading on a bus. Yeah, no, yeah. I start to
1: feel sick, so okay. that's why I can't do it. Yeah. I try to push through. Sometimes just get a few emails out. Yeah, but it just, yeah, I pay for it. Yeah, fair enough. So, um, especially when the buses get too overcrowded, then it's like you start to feel like everything's closing in on you, and <laughs> yeah, feel a bit claustrophobic as as well as sick. So yeah, so that's probably like. One of the places where I like that's kind of I feel like my only option. Yeah. I mean, my other option is just to sit there and stare outside or look at other people staring into their phones, which I do quite often as well. But again, I can do both of those things while I'm consuming and learning. Yeah. A podcast. What
0: you, What are your thoughts on like besides multitasking? What do you think that uh, particularly as we talk about the minimalist vegan and the type yep. of things that we produce? In, yeah. in the written words, uh, what do you think that a podcast can achieve that a blog post can't?
1: What it will offer to, yeah. to people. Yeah. Um, I think probably a bit of, well, I mean, it's not a conversation Yeah. when you're reading words, you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't, you obviously write, then rewrite, not rewrite, but like, edit your work multiple times before it hits anyone. This is a little bit obviously more raw. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just different. It's it, You'll get, I think, more possibly out of listening to us for half an hour, 45 minutes than you will from reading a, uh, an yeah. article. Yeah. Um, and it's also more connective because you're listening to voices rather than re- uh, reading words on a piece of paper. Oh, no on a screen.
0: Absolutely. So... This is, in many ways, this is unedited, right? And I think, if you look at the way we create a blog post or a recipe, we, we more recently, in the last year, we try and come together and talk about uh, the topic that we want to write about, yeah. um, which is... I think that's kind of what inspired us to start a podcast because we'd have all these amazing conversations about a, a topic we're really interested in, so we can take down notes to dr- to get the first draft. And yeah. we're like, "Man, we should just like record a podcast." Yeah. yeah. Um, because we it was there's there's a lot of and ent- uh, nuance and misdirection and um, this unknown in a conversation that happens. That's that, that you that. It's different to like a very filtered edited version of written words.
1: And mind you, like we're not professional writers. So sometimes it's easier to actually talk things out and have someone to bounce ideas off and whatever than it is to, to write it down. So I think that this is probably for me, probably easier than it is to write because you know me, I talk a lot. But, yeah. <laughs> I also do um have a lot of deep thoughts, so yes. um, yeah, and then that's I think probably what I look forward to the most is the the challenge of it a little bit, as well as kind of getting excited about seeing where it's gonna go, even though I'm not too sure. yeah, you know, like there's a lot of intentionality when you're writing, yeah, because you're editing, yes, you're not just gonna put your first draft up, yeah um so and
0: and but mind you that's the really beautiful practice of writing i actually think yeah. the editing oh, and and it's, it's great it's like carving yeah. a sculpture you just yeah, keep yeah, chipping yeah, away yeah. and refining yeah. refining
1: but we'll probably reach other people through the podcast that don't have the time yep to read our blog or prefer to listen to podcasts so yep. i wouldn't imagine that everyone that follows us on The Minimalist Vegan would be listening to our podcast. But I think that, I mean, even from the feedback that we've already had is that we've been told a lot of people are looking forward to tuning into the podcast because they can probably consume the content much quicker and easier.
0: Absolutely. And I think there's some topics that warrant a little bit more... Expansion, you know, like there's some topics yeah. that we we've begun and we've started conversations, we've started in a blog post that I think can be taken a lot further. Yeah. Uh, and particularly as as we get more experience, we have more things to add, which we'll be able to capture in a podcast as well. Yeah. Um. So that's and that's all exciting. All the
1: change that's happening this year. So. Oh yeah, all the yeah. change.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Not
1: that anyone that hasn't read that blog post <laughs> knows what we're talking about. So we're moving to Europe. Yes, this year to Slovenia and and, and um, for North those Australia. of you who, who
0: are new to the podcast, yeah, we are from Australia. We live in Australia
1: in Canberra. Yes, so at the moment, the capital that no one knows about. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it kind of gets sucked in. People think like you ask them if they don't live in Australia, you say oh, I'm from Canberra, and they kind of look at you like where? And you go the capital, and they still go where? And then you go, oh, it's in between Sydney and Melbourne.
0: Ah, oh, okay, yeah. now yeah. I know. Yeah
1: vaguely but yeah, so um, it's not that big of a place, but it's it's grown a lot, and Canberra, yeah,
0: yeah, well, I think we're just over three hundred and fifty thousand people
1: but it's a I think it's a nice size, like I'm not a fan of big cities, so that's why like Sydney and Melbourne have never appealed to me in particular, and I guess that this is why, when we started thinking. Like I didn't see myself in Canberra for the rest of my life because I was I was born in Slovenia, yep, and lived there till I was eight, um, and then my family moved to Australia. So I've always felt that Slovenia was my home. Yeah, and you know you obviously warmed to it a lot when we were there. Yeah, so no,
0: I loved it. I think it's it's has interesting. A lot of
1: flow, which is what we love. Yeah, it has a lot of and flow. It's the same similar size to Canberra, so yeah, just in Europe.
0: Yeah, and I think it's um. We're definitely going to have some future episodes where we'll unpack sort of how we made this decision and the process of, you know, moving overseas um, because it does feed into, you know, how we want to live our life as well. Uh, but, but yeah, you're right. There's a lot more to come uh, that we can explore in this medium of audio. And uh, some of the content is going to be an expansion of what we've already created on the blog and some of it's going to be completely unique. Yeah. Um, I, uh, we should also tell our audience that we do plan on on getting into YouTube as well, uh, but more
1: one day, once we get our head around podcasting. Yeah, first, yeah, and one... moving overseas—that's the
0: thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, a lot what... of hurdles this there. There is right uh, one skill... oh, and, our, and our book and our book. Look, there's lots of things happening, <laughs> yeah. um, but I think you know, bit by bit, we we want to be able to give our audience multiple types of content. Yeah, because right? we all consume content in different ways and get inspired differently too.
1: Well, you know, like preparing for this podcast, I, you know, I just did a quick scan of our website and this has always been like our mission statement. Um, And it reads, we're on a mission to inspire millions of people to live with less stuff and more compassion. Yes. So I think that this is sort of the natural progression from blogging to be able to inspire more people. Yep. Yep through different, you know, different mediums. So I think that um, it's definitely, um, we're still on the right path. It's not like we're diverting on. And I think that obviously books and cookbooks and YouTube channel and all of that is still geared towards the same thing, but just on different places where different people can find us as well. Or if they consume all types of content, that's great. Yep they'll be still able to learn something new every time because yep. we will have something fresh and new yep. on each platform. So that's the exciting part to know that it's it's not being diverted from our original plan and goal.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so. we want to keep our message really tight and simple still and, yep. and just add different layers to it. Um, what What are you excited about in terms of your own like development out of a podcast? I
1: was going to ask you that same oh, question. Really? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, well... Um, Another benefit of podcasting is we get to surprise each other. <laughs> <laughs> and great minds think alike. <laughs> yeah. Um no, I I think just more probably learning not learning but just being more concise with my words maybe and having more flowing conversations. Sure. And being more intentional. That's probably the main thing, you know, because you obviously will listen back to yourself and you know we've been interviewed multiple times before and I've had moments where I've just frozen and gone oh my god what was the question again
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and you can see it in my face and what I'm, I'm just literally rambling on about nothing and I just go oh my god what have I just done and you can't replay those moments it is yeah. what it is and yeah. I mean you know we still offer a lot of um, great content and information to whoever's interviewing us but I I do have a bit of like I think this is maybe the next step to public speaking. Yeah. So just getting comfortable with talking and having conversations and um knowing that other people on the other end are listening. Yeah. So um that's probably like the thing that I look forward to the most is just getting comfortable in the space of talking and yeah, yeah getting better at that. So, yeah.
0: How about I, you? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's definitely refining, I suppose, the art of conversation and keeping things concise and crispy. Yeah. So I think that, crispy. you know, I, I want to be able to look back in 10 years and say, okay, cool, like we, we've developed a skill of writing. Yeah. We never thought we would be writers or writing books or writing content or creating recipes, um, we, we'd, we had no idea we would have developed those skills. And I think podcasting is going to be the same thing. Um, I'm going to be challenging myself to edit yeah. this content as well. So, um, as, you know, hopefully learn some new skills around audio engineering a little bit there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's the public speaking. Mm. So being able to confidently have these conversations in the future, it can't it can't hurt, right? Yeah. Um. So lots to look forward to.
1: Yeah. No, it's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Um. So when you look at the podcast, because as we said before, you love podcasts. Mm-hmm. What do you see or hear in other podcasts that you want to do differently with ours? Or that you kind of go, oh, yeah, I I like that or I don't like that or, you know, like where do you think, how can, what do you think like our natural style is going to be when it comes to podcasting?
0: Yeah, I, it's it's interesting because I think when I look at all the podcasts that I listen to, I'd say 80% of them are interview based. Yeah. Right so it, it's where a host is getting some sort of expert or thought leader onto the show to talk about a specific topic. Uh more often than not it's a conversation about the uh the expert that's been brought onto the show. Yeah. Um and I, I think a couple of years ago I really kind of got over this type of content. I think it's great to hear from from people who are, who have got knowledge in a specific field but uh quite often you'll just hear the same questions about, you know, tell me about, you know, how you were brought up and where you came from. And the conversation would sort of of follow a formula. Uh, So I think interview-based podcasts are still excellent, like Rich Roll, um, particularly when it's uh, about a specific topic, right? And you have two, three people talking about a, a specific topic. But I think... When I thought about our podcast and some of the other podcasts that I like to listen to, um, I think there's room for more content uh, where the hosts, a host or the hosts in our a co-host in our, in our situation would hold the conversation. Yeah. Um, we have so much to say. Yeah. Um, about the intersection of minimalism and veganism, and and I think that you know for us to catch up, like. And, and and to have that conversation that we already enjoy doing behind closed doors, bringing that onto a public uh, platform, I think, will be a little bit more compelling. Yeah. Um, now that doesn't mean that we won't ever have an interview on our show. Uh, we definitely have we plans. We already have some lined up. Yeah, we already have <laughs> some some friends that would like to get on. But the difference is, we're not necessarily interviewing them.
1: No, it's just a conversation. You know, like yep. I guess the reason again, what it inspired us to get to want to get them on is because we had all these questions cuz we were curious and we um wanted to learn more for for our sake about this specific topic. Yep. And get them talking about it more. Yes. Um so it it is more of a conversation like you're catching up with friends over a coffee which is exactly what we did so we just were you know there were some things that we were like haha let's not talk about it now let's wait until we yeah. jump on the the microphone so we can actually have a chat about it and and still be completely honest and raw about our emotions and you know yep. talk it out and all of that so I think that's really important to not stage anything Yes And to have a conversation that's yeah, that's just us really, yeah,
0: for sure without anything else. But you know what? I'd love to um, I'd love to hear from you guys. So the those of you who are listening to this episode, uh, you know, and if you listen to the first couple episodes, we'd love to get your feedback on you know the style, um, and what are your thoughts on interview based podcasts? And you know, we'd love to collect that feedback as we shape this show over time.
1: And what you'd love to see from us moving yeah. forward, I guess, because this is still the early stages. So we're open to feedback in the way of how, yeah, it is going to shape our, the future of this podcast and, um, yeah, what it's going to turn into. So yeah. it's really exciting. But yeah, I mean, we you newbies at this, so we, we don't have a clue what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. We've just literally turned on the mic, worked out how to use the software and away we go. So, yeah. um, and, yeah, so we hope that, you know, that you enjoy our content and and that it resonates with you. I think that that's the main thing is that the conversations that Mike and I have with each other, we find that a lot of the time that when we have those same conversations with others, it resonates with them, that they um, they don't feel alone. And I think that in in a world with so much clutter and so much noise, it's, it's hard to, um, to get lost in all of that um, and to swim above, you know, um, and stand out and, and feel like you're connected with others rather than just being lost in, in everything.
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, what's always guided us to and, and motivated us to create things is because it didn't exist in the world. Yeah. right and and we love to create things that we would like to consume, yeah, we like to write books that we want to read, yeah. create recipes that we want to eat that excites us, and that I excites think that's us the main thing. yeah, and yeah. I think that's that's how um you know this show is going to continue to guide us because there's 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 some things that we need to talk about, and there's some things that might be a little bit controversial, yeah, um, but like some of our posts yeah, like some of our blog <laughs> posts in the
1: last year,
0: absolutely <laughs> yeah. But but honestly, we we don't claim to be experts. Um, we just we just want to be really honest. We um, have opinions, and Let's we have opinions. Honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so be prepared for that. And uh, again, we'd love to get your feedback on the show and um and and leave us a review. Uh, I think that's to my that's, understanding. Yeah. To my <laughs> understanding, that's how you get found. Yeah. Uh, and that's how we can continue to to spread this message.
1: Yeah. So please share it and leave a review on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on Um, because as Michael said, this is the the best way to help us spread the word and spread um, conscious consumerism, I guess. Um, And yeah, share the love.
0: Sounds good. Okay, Marsha, that's it. We're done. First episode. (laughs) there it is episode one of the minimalist vegan podcast is done we made it marsha we made it remember guys you are what you consume this goes for your brain as well as your stomach right that's why we love podcasts it allows you to continue to feed your brain to continue to get inspired as you're driving you're walking you're doing the dishes you're cooking i mean how powerful is that So we hope that over time, we can inspire you to continue living in line with your values through our show, much like our other shows have helped us to keep on going over the years. In this episode, we mentioned quite a few different links and resources. Uh, You can find all of that information over at theminimalistvegan.com slash 001. That's theminimalistvegan.com slash 001. Also, if you got something out of this episode please be sure to leave an honest review on iTunes. We want your feedback as it will help us make this show better over time and it will also help others decide if this show is right for them. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. We really appreciate your attention and we do not take it for granted. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.